Welcome to Blessed and Abundant, the podcast that empowers you to stop being average and start living life more abundantly. We are your hosts, Kayla and Mate, and we are so excited to help you live an abundant life spiritually, emotionally, and relationally. Boom, boom. Before we begin, the world needs to know that on the day that we are recording this, October 26th, 2023, my husband is celebrating his birthday today. He is. Woohoo! Oh, thanks, baby. Yeah, so by the time you guys hear this podcast, it'll be long, long past his birthday. I will already be <laughs> really fat in 34. What? Like, like, really fat? No, like far, far, in far in thirty-four. Okay, I was like, "Why are you gonna be fat?" I don't want to be fat. <laughs> I like working out. All right, guys. So today we are going to delve into a very relevant topic for us right now in our lives, and it's the whole concept of how do we navigate a busy season without or by not burning out as we're going through it. We have probably never been busier, I would say, from the last year until our now first year of marriage. 100%. We've been so busy. And we had a conversation with my parents the other day where we were talking about this and it kind of hit us. And we were like, okay, I think we need to talk about this on the podcast because so many of us go through these busy seasons and we feel stretched, we feel overwhelmed. And it's something important for us to figure out how do we work through that with the Lord? How do we avoid burnout? How do we see things from a heavenly perspective and make it out on the other end better and not worse? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's like, where's the, where's the line mm -hmm. between doing too much or not doing enough? Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I don't know. It's, I feel, I never know the exact answer. I feel like we all go through the emotions, through the stuff that we're doing. And then if you feel that it's too much, oh, okay, there's mm -hmm. the, I crossed the line. Mm -hmm. Or when you don't work enough, then you start feeling guilt, mm -hmm. which sometimes guilt is good because it's pointing out to you, oh, something is wrong here. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we're going to talk about this line today and how are we navigating, mm -hmm. as you said, this busy season of our lives. Yeah. And... I think the key is like you were talking about, how do you know the difference? If you know what the Lord is calling you into in a season, if you at least know the theme of the season that you're in, it's easier to say, okay, this is not, or this shouldn't be on my plate or this should be. Mm -hmm. um, and it really just opens our eyes to what we should be focusing on. Yeah. And we talk about it all the time because we are in that season now where It's not always clear. I feel like God hasn't been like very specific, but we have the theme for the year. And we were feeling so overwhelmed because we had a lot on our plates. <laughs> we were stressing out. We lost the joy, the fun. Well, no we lost ourselves. Mm -hmm. We lost ourselves because I think one of the things we did wrong was relying too much on ourselves mm -hmm. and our strengths because we were following the voice of the lord we were doing mm -hmm. what he told us to do at least that's what we believed mm -hmm. i mean and it is true we were doing what he called us to do but at the same point we were doing it more out of striving and our own strengths and 
I, there's this balance I'm going to talk about again where um, where is the, the balance between me doing my um, my part of the equation mm-hmm. and where's the, the thing that, okay, now, Lord, I'm doing this and this and this, and now you have to take over and do this. Mm-hmm. I'm also learning about that. I don't stinking know mm-hmm. because I want to give 100% in everything that I'm doing. I want to, that's that's what the Bible teaches us. Mm-hmm. You give your all and then the Lord is going to make it grow. The Lord is going to bless it. But sometimes giving my all doesn't mean burning out mm-hmm. and destroying my, my health, my emotional yeah. health, physical health, whatever. I think it's hard too because it's such a cultural thing, especially in America, to go all out with things. It has gotten better. I feel like so many people have burnt out that now they are realizing that they can't operate like that. So they're pulling back on their lists. But there's something about our culture where we feel like we just have to do, do, do. We have to work, work, work. And like you said, we start striving in those things. And that's why the Sabbath is so important. But it shows us if we have a hard time actually, I would almost say celebrating, but what's the better word for that? <laughs> if we actually started living on a weekly schedule where we had a Sabbath, and if you find it hard to rest, you find it hard to stop doing work, you find it hard to just be with the Lord, then perhaps you are leaning too much on yourself and it's almost a pride where you feel that if you don't do everything that things aren't going to get done Mm -hmm. whereas we need to come from a different perspective and say lord you are the one that you bring the growth you open the doors you make things happen so i don't have to strive in my own strength i can rest in you literally and figuratively on the sabbath and know that my work is going to be fine. You're going to help me. You're going to take care of it. It's not in my own hands or my own strength. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I think the the whole point of Sabbath is learning how to trust the Lord more. Mm-hmm. And relying on Him to provide the things, not only that we can do but that we cannot do so that we cannot do and we can do mm-hmm. um yeah the sabbath this is something what well, we started doing more as we realized we're in the season let's have full-on sabbath mm-hmm. doing nothing or doing things that actually bring us joy that recharge our batteries is it going outside is it for it's going to be different for every person Mm-hmm. And it's going to be different for, for peeps. But for us, it's um, it's being home. <laughs> it's watching shows. It's reading the Bible or doing the Bible study and reading the book when it's uh, rainy outside, mm-hmm. when it's cold, and we're just home, cuddled up. And that's our Sabbath. Mm-hmm. It's us and the Lord. Yeah. And we're not perfect at it. I think we have such a long way to go. Yeah. I think if we look at the percentage of the day for our Sabbath, we don't spend enough time in the resting. Because technically watching a show, which I love to do, is resting in a way, but it's not resting in the Lord. There's some kind of comfort that we have in just shutting things off, Mm -hmm. but that's not where we get refreshment. We might shut it off, but right when the show is over, 
everything is back to right. normal. And you're still tired. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Whereas I think if we had more time allocated in our Sabbath to doing true Lord-centered things, that we would feel even more rested. Yeah. Getting back to our Bible studies the way that we used to. Maybe we'd add some worship time in there. Yeah. Whatever it looks like, I think that would be the next step for us to go even further. Like yeah. we got so much better, but we still have so much yeah. more to go, I would say. I agree. <laughs> right? Definitely. Definitely. There's so mm -hmm. much more to go. Yeah. Um, and you touched a, a good good thing there that we'll, we are learning individually mm -hmm. that I still don't have the answer. And it's how to do and doing things from his presence mm -hmm. and not strive, 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 doing, doing, doing. And then, okay, I'm going to read my Bible and I'm going to spend Jesus time. Then I get out. And then again, I strive, 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 strive. And I've learned, I haven't learned yet. <laughs> I haven't Fair learned enough. yet. Nope. No, not there yet. But what I want to do is remind myself often and, and more often throughout the day to have in mind, in my mind, to live by the Colossians, uh, Colossians 3.17 and Colossians 3.23 of doing everything unto the Lord and mm -hmm. doing everything for the Lord mm -hmm. so that at every time and every moment I know that the Lord is here and I don't have to be in prayer in my prayer closet but i know he is here and i'm doing this with him mm -hmm. and in the moments that i've managed to do that just have him in my mind um my it's like i would say it like this whatever i'm doing my heart is focused on him mm -hmm. i'm not as tired i'm more relaxed i'm not as anxious oh i need to finish this i need to finish that you know, when, when you try so hard to, to flex your muscles to do everything that you need to do. But it's letting go. And I actually noticed that I do more like that. Mm -hmm. I am more productive. I'm more relaxed. I'm, I feel rested, more rested. And at the end of the day, I feel happier. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel happier because I was doing everything with him. Because... When I come back to my prayer closet, I don't have my first sentence is not, oh, Lord, I missed you because I was never away from him. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I would I would really like miss the Lord because I was outside of him, because I was somewhere else and not even thinking about him. My heart was not in the right spot. And then I would when I would come back in my prayer closet, oh, Lord, I missed you so much. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't and it shouldn't have to be like that. Um, yeah. How do, yeah. How do you that, that this abiding? I know you're, that's one of the topics on, mm -hmm. on your heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Before I get into that, the whole reality of the situation is that just because you're busy and stressed doesn't mean that you shouldn't be doing these things. Like you said earlier, there are times where the Lord really is trying to increase our capacity to take on more. So in your example, babes, as he's mm -hmm. increasing our capacity, then we need to lean on him even more than we did before yeah. and realizing that apart from him, we truly can do nothing. And exactly what you were saying with abiding, it's also just being weak 
and being okay being weak and telling him and checking in with him throughout the day to say, okay, this is my to-do list, Lord. I don't know how in the world I'm going to do it. Even being honest, I am stressed. I'm already tired thinking about it. I need your help. I cannot do it alone. I need your strength. I need your supernatural um, revelation and strategy to do things efficiently. And including him as you're doing it is key. Even yesterday, I had a lot of things to do because today, as I said, is Mate's birthday and he was out of the house. And when you're planning someone's birthday and you live together in small quarters like we do, it's really hard to do things that are a surprise. So I had a small window of time while he was gone to get some things done. And I was stressed for a little bit because I had to do so much. Cook dinner. I had to do these things for your birthday. I had to clean the floors. And I was doing something for your birthday, which you'll see later. (laughs) And it seemed so overwhelming in the moment. I almost wanted to give up. I truly, truly wanted to give up. But in that moment, as you said, I just turned my attention towards him. And I said, God... I need you to help me do this because I cannot do this alone and I don't want to be stressed out. I don't want to be frustrated. Then it's going to taint this thing that I'm doing for my husband. This should be something beautiful. So he truly, truly helped me. I actually enjoyed doing it after I asked for help Mm -hmm. when you'll see what it is. It's not something that me especially would enjoy doing because it was very meticulous. Mm -hmm. And then throughout the night, so many things went wrong. I told Mate, <laughs> the, uh, what do you call it? The circuit tripped in yeah, the house. The, the electricity. Yeah, thing. twice, which yeah. has never happened before. Mind you, again, I'm alone. I never used this circuit breaker before. I was hoping it was going to be like the ones in America. My dad told me well, so it's pitch black in here because it's dark. I'm struggling to get a chair. Yeah. But again, I'm like, Lord, I need you. Mm-hmm. I'm by myself. We have now no internet, no lights. The oven turned off. Everything was off. I'm like, I need you, Lord. We can't have this happening. He helped me, but I just remained in this constant peace throughout it all. And so many things happened after that. And honestly, I was wondering, am I being spiritually attacked right now? <laughs> because I had so many issues in the kitchen, but I kept my center. I kept my cool. Lord, we're doing this together. Lord, you need to help me. Lord, please help me have dinner done by 7.30, et cetera, et cetera. So that's just a real life example of what it can look like practically of just realizing our weakness, realizing the areas that stress us out and just asking for help constantly and consistently. And I really did feel like I was doing it with the Lord. And at the end of the day, I can honestly sit back and say, Lord, thank you for helping me with my day. Thank you for helping me with my list. Thank you for doing it with me. And I don't feel alone. Mm -hmm. But when I don't invite him in, then forget about it. I am stressed out. I lose my peace. I'm irritable. I am on like the verge of a breakdown sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We we cannot do things outside of him and Mm -hmm. without him. Um, I want to say... Two things are are on my heart mm-hmm. to to share with you. Um, not every time when we feel overwhelmed means that we're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. You mentioned it before. It may be that the Lord is expanding our capacities. Mm-hmm. 
because he can he can he knows and he sees that we can do more and maybe something that's coming in the future mm-hmm. uh was going to require more of us so he's slowly expanding our right. capacities um and the other thing uh, i wanted to say i noticed lately in prayer last couple of months actually i would sit with him and i would try to just focus my attention on him just get into his presence relax myself and all these thoughts started like bombarding me i need to do this and this mm-hmm. and do i pray this or do i do this lord we need to talk about that and it's just what's happening and almost every time every day the first thing i hear the lord say i see his face and then i just see him take a deep breath like <laughs> and i literally do that couple of times just just to kind of release everything to him mm-hmm. and to focus my gaze on him and and okay lord this is our time and all of the stress and overwhelmness we can leave it behind i'm here because of because of you mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah. good yeah in this season it's such a fine line i feel like everything is a balance <laughs> with our walk with the lord because i consult him more to ask him should i be doing this thing or should i not be doing this mm-hmm. thing and the balance part of that is he wants us also to mature and to know and not have to ask him every little thing throughout the day. Should I do this? Should I not do this? So it's definitely a balance. I think in this season, there are certain things that I know without a doubt it should be on my plate. I am now a wife, so I don't have to ask him, oh, should I serve Mate today? Should I should I cook dinner for us? Should I make sure the house is okay? I don't need to ask him that. So in those things... Like we said earlier, I invite him in. I'm like, Lord, how should we <laughs> clean the house today? How should we do this? Yeah. And in your prayer time, like you're taking those breaths with him. And for me during my prayer time, we, me and the Lord are literally doing my tasks together. We've talked about it before. I'm doing my weekly meal plan with the Lord. Lord, help me find the right recipes. Lord, Help me find the right deals at the grocery stores. I'm doing it with him because I can't stop doing my roles as a wife. But then the other things that we've been more stressed about recently has been discerning what do we need to do and what do we need to ditch. To give you a little backstory, we knew going into this year after marriage, that God wanted us to focus on, first and foremost, our marriage. He wanted us to build a solid foundation. Then we also knew that he wanted us to really take this media thing seriously, treat it as a ministry, treat it as a way of preaching the gospel and helping people live an abundant life. We knew this. We did a vision retreat with him, and that was the theme. However, within that, it's still hard to identify the specific tasks mm-hmm. and whether or not either A, we should be doing it or B, maybe it's just not the right time. Maybe we should be doing it, but it's not the right time. So we enter in our first year of marriage and we were so bogged down with things, even with 
the media stuff, we were getting all of these invitations. You were getting invitations to preach at certain places. We were getting some collaboration deals from people. We were doing the thing and getting all these invitations. And in our natural minds, we thought, wow, this is great. God's opening all these doors. But we were feeling so bogged down, so stressed out. Like we said earlier, the joy was gone. The peace was gone. We were losing ourselves. And we were seeking the Lord one day on our worship Wednesday. And I saw this vision that he was showing me. And he's like, don't stop doing the ministry thing. However, (laughs) he showed me his picture of two buckets. One bucket was overflowing with stuff. I couldn't see what the stuff were, but they were overflowing. And the other bucket had nothing. And I saw myself taking things from the bucket with stuff and putting it into the empty bucket. And I really got the sense that the Lord was telling us that in this season, we need to be very wise about what we are putting into our bucket in this Mm -hmm. season. Mm -hmm. So we've been having to, and you had your dream, tell the dream. Which one? You don't have to go into the specifics because it's a a private thing about the deal that we were going to take with the money. And we were literally about to take it. And then God gave you the dream that we need to include him. Remember the deal that we were going to do? I do, but I don't remember the dream. Which one? The one with the... With with your former boss. And the owner. Oh, true, true, true. Okay. You don't have to go into specifics, but... Oh, it was such a good dream that the Lord gave me. So So set you the stage. Before... This was happening in real life before you got the dream. Was it or before? Yes, before. So before he had this dream, we got this seemingly perfect mm-hmm. offer from someone that we that wanted to partner with us. Yeah. It seemed we were honored that they asked us to do it. And it also came with a financial blessing if we did this thing. Yeah. So in your natural mind, you're thinking, oh, well, we have to take it. That's it's it. the Lord. Yeah. Okay, go we ahead. were like, that's it. That's we're it. probably going to take it. And yeah, we're just, we're just going to let it go for a couple of days just to sit on it and then send the confirmation email that was that was in our that was in our hearts and the lord gave me a dream where i was in my old i was in my old company that i used to work with uh and everybody was there i was i was there also but not as a as an employer and this lady comes in into the meeting and she says, listen, we're going to do things in a new way. This is happening. I'm taking over. I'm investing into you. Uh, and she actually mentioned the same exact amount mm-hmm. that we are supposed to get from from that deal. And everybody's celebrating in the, in the office. And I'm celebrating with them. I'm like, okay, I guess this is a good deal. We should celebrate. But then I realized that the owner of the company is not there the owner of the company is not in this meeting and i'm telling to the ceo why why is she not there why is the owner not there and i feel that we i felt guilt Mm -hmm. and i felt really bad that we didn't include her in this deal and she doesn't even know that this deal is happening and what the lord told us through that is yeah it's a deal but you didn't include me into this. Mm-hmm. You didn't even ask me. And that's why in the dream I felt guilt. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting. He's such a good father that he gave us the dream with the same yeah. number that there was the, the deal number. Exactly. So for us, after that, it put a lot of things into perspective. Because between my vision and Mate's dream, it showed us that one, 
not every good thing is a God thing. Mm -hmm. Timing is so important and God has a specific path and a plan for each of us. So something that might appear to be the perfect thing might not be him. And then the second thing is learning how to say no, mm -hmm. especially in busy seasons. Time is money. Time is crucial. It's valuable. So we have been learning for the last, I would say at least me, the last year and some yeah. change of saying no to seemingly really good opportunities from really good godly people that it seems like it's the perfect thing, yet you don't have peace over it either from a dream or you just don't have it in your heart and yeah. you have to learn to say I can't say yes to this right now. Yeah. I don't have peace over it. And if you don't have peace over it, chances are God is not in it. And if he's not in it, you're not going to have the grace to do it. Yeah. And if you feel, just to go back to the example of the dream, that we also, we just want a yes or no from God. Here, we didn't even ask God and he stopped us. That's how he good it is. <laughs> he's, he's like, so hey, <laughs> you forgot to ask me, don't do it. Yeah. So, he is such a good father that even if we're doing things that we didn't even ask and consult with him or he didn't open us to open the door for us and he sees us going into this direction and if it's something that's really not for us then he's gonna find a way to tell us that he's so kind yeah we love you lord we we'll love you lord thank god for god huh <laughs> and after that whole experience i think we both felt it was a a holy shame and guilt not a the type that the enemy gives you mm -hmm. but we didn't want to waste this season that the lord was blessing us with we knew that we should probably be feeling a little more rested in this season this is kind of a, a pause season for us like i said for us to build the foundation of our marriage but we weren't even doing that because we were so stressed so we had that holy shame of, oh my goodness, are we squandering what the Lord is blessing us with in this season? We need to we need to get back on track. And after we went through the dream interpretation with my parents on the phone and we were talking to them, my mom, I'm pretty sure the Holy Spirit revealed it to her. I'm not sure, but she had this phrase that we need to loosen up. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just for us, but my family was also getting a similar message from the Lord. And we took a second and we saw that our schedule was owning us. We were slaves to our schedule. We, to give you a little glimpse, we had our days and our weeks planned out like crazy. We have a Google Doc that we share day by day. We have all the tasks that we have, not to mention, you know, Mondays we do, marriage Mondays, Wednesdays, worship Wednesdays, Friday, movie night, Saturday, date night. We had our Bible readings that we were doing, and all these things are great things, but we were learning that we need to not be slaves to the schedule. We can still keep the schedule. It's good to plan. It's yeah. good to have an idea of what you need to tackle in a day, but let's not be slaves to it. And we really have been loosening up, praise God, yeah. because there were days that we would go throughout the entire day. We would barely smile, barely laugh. We were just so zoned in. Because you have to do yeah. everything that's on the schedule. And then we weren't even getting everything accomplished. Yeah. We were barely checking everything off the list. And then the last two weeks, I would say, we've been loosening up and the Lord has been helping us get more accomplished than we did before and yet i feel like we're working less in a way yes we're taking yes, more yes. breaks to laugh we're being silly some days we ended the day earlier than we normally would we slept in a little bit later 
yet we were so productive. For example, we batch create our content. We've never done a script, five scripts for YouTube and five scripts for podcast in the same setting, in the same sitting. Mm -hmm. We've never recorded like we're doing today. (laughs) We did five podcasts. We've never achieved that before when we were doing it in our own strength, by our own understanding. And now that we've loosened up, we understand that the Lord wants us to say no to some things and make room for other things. And now I feel so much better. Yeah, so much better. (laughs) I I felt like I was imprisoned Mm. by our schedule. Schedule was ruling us. Mm -hmm. We were not ruling our schedule. And I hated it. Yeah, there were days, especially for me, because sometimes Mate will leave the house to like go to the market or just little things here and there or to his football. There were some weeks where I didn't even leave the house for days, like no fresh air, no sunshine on my skin, nothing. And we've been like a little convicted because we feel like we've been so boring. We used to be super adventurous and spontaneous and like he said, we were slaves to our schedule. We haven't done anything fun at all. Yeah. Don't be slave to your schedule. <laughs> don't, do don't do not. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So crazy. So let's let's kind of delve in and close this up by reflecting on how can we stay calm in the middle of the storm like Jesus. So if you are in the season like this, you have so much on your plate things that you know God has placed in your life right now. They're not things that you should be removing, but things that he's increasing your capacity to do. How do you do it and not get burnt out? Oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking at me. I was like, oh, wow. You're on a roll. I think you're going okay, well, to score a home run there. I think the number one thing like we talked about is always making sure that you have a heavenly perspective. And tell us a little bit about the SQ from your book that you've been reading. Oh, I love Christmas. Give, give us a little synopsis of that because it fits into this perfectly. Yeah, a little synopsis. I'm be reading a book by Chris Valentin called Spiritual Intelligence. And basically the whole book is about tapping into the spiritual, uh, tapping into the Holy Spirit, into the heavenly perspectives that we have towards the earth and not living from heaven, not living from earth towards heaven, but from heaven towards earth. And that means we cannot um, resolve first heaven problems with first heaven solutions because first heaven is influenced by the second heaven and by the spiritual, by the demonic uh, that, Can you say it in simple terms for people that don't know what the different heavens are? Uh, first heaven <laughs> is the earth. It's, it's where we live. Yeah. This is this is it. Uh, we see it in the book of Genesis. Then the the second heaven is the the demonic world, the, where the spirit world is. And then the third heaven, we all know that that Paul went to third heaven when he had his uh, trance or whatever we want to translate it or call it. So the third heaven is actually the the heaven where Thank the lord rules and so because of our earth is being influenced so much by the demonic and by the spiritual we cannot some solve some problems with earthly thinking Mm -hmm. and earthly solutions that's why we need to tap into the heaven we need to tap into the mind of christ Mm -hmm. on the third heaven and rule from heaven towards earth because some solutions will seem so unlogical to the earthly way 
logical way of thinking, but it's actually the way of the mm -hmm. Lord. And that is something we've been talking about it a lot. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying, <laughs> I'm really trying. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard even to remember those things when you're in a moment that you need to stop. Okay, Lord, how do you see the situation? Right. Holy Spirit, what do you have to say about this situation? Or Holy Spirit, what's your solution for this situation? Or how do, should I approach this? So that's that's what i've been wrestling with trying to remind myself about that throughout the day so that i can have more heavenly perspective towards that's good towards this yeah and in the context of this it's asking the lord what do you see in this season for me lord so if you have that theme like we mentioned earlier we knew our theme was ministry and marriage if you know that, that's already starting you off with the right heavenly perspective. And then day after day in prayer and as you're abiding in him, it's leaning on him, leaning on what he sees for the day, leaning on how he sees a certain solution to something, not our own, our own knowledge and what we only get here on earth. So that's, I think, the crux of it all is starting from heaven, remaining in heaven, yeah. And that way you can truly actually have the shalom from heaven is when you know if God is telling you these things about your season and what he wants you to do, like we said earlier, there's going to be a grace for it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's super important. I think another thing as we were telling our story that's important is to have a community of believers to bounce ideas off of when you are in this time just like we did for just like we did with my parents we shared how we were feeling how we were stressed how we were overwhelmed and they helped us really have the right perspective that happened mm -hmm. to us when we were planning our wedding mm -hmm. with one of our unofficial spiritual mentors who we absolutely yeah. love we were almost about to cancel the wedding and elope <laughs> because we were so stressed I was like, I'm done with this wedding. Let's just elope. Let's cancel everything. <laughs> and she said, okay, well, what was your vision and idea at the very beginning when you started wedding planning? What did you feel like the day was supposed to be about? And as we were sharing that with her, then it became abundantly clear that if we eloped, we would not have that original vision. Mm -hmm. So it goes to show you that when you're stressed and the worst of your emotions are coming out, you can make rash decisions and not see things clearly. So we need each other to help each other, to provide wisdom and yeah. clarity on situations. And it also helps you feel better that you're not alone. It's super important. Yeah. You, you just need wise counselor mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. people outside of your your circle to give you the right perspective because you can see the how do you say the tree from a forest or forest from Something a tree like that yeah. yeah i never use that expression because i don't <laughs> i always get confused how should i say it what does it actually mean you can't see the trees through the forest or the forest through the trees i feel like in my mind they both make sense to a certain degree <laughs> am i looking for the forest or am i looking for the trees <laughs> anywho uh, I would say the last thing too is not being afraid to lean on the Lord. And I love how scripture tells us in James that we can ask the Lord for wisdom and he doesn't judge us when we ask him for wisdom and he gives it to us freely. 
And we know that's true for wisdom, but it's also true for peace. We know that Jesus is our peace. He's the peace giver, the peace provider. So especially during busy, busy seasons, it's asking for his wisdom on every situation and it's asking for his peace to rest on us, the shalom from heaven where nothing is broken, nothing is lacking and nothing is missing. That if we ask him every single day, just like scripture tells us, Mm -hmm. he's not going to withhold it from us. He's not going to judge us for asking. He's going to give it to us freely. And if you have his wisdom and his peace going through a busy season, then you truly can be sleeping in the middle of the storm and all of the crazy schedules and changes and capacity increases won't sway you. You will actually come out of it stronger. You will come out of it with a bigger capacity and you'll come out of it being even closer to the Lord than you were before. And what more could you ask than that? Mic drop. (laughs) Mic drop. I love you. I love you. So we, again, are not perfect. We're working through this. We will be sure to update you guys with any further revelations that we discover because we just just started this, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this journey of not being burnt out and not being too busy. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. We love you guys. Yeah. Again, it'll be way past this, but I hope that some of you guys wish my babes a happy birthday today. And even if you missed it, you could always say happy belated birthday when you do hear this. I'll take it. I'll take it. (laughs) All right, we love you guys and we bless you in whatever season you find yourself in, whether it be a busy season or a chill season, to live an abundant life. And we love you guys. Bye. Bye.